Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She's treated you like dirt from the very beginning. That's, that's the relationship you have with her. And that's the reason I'm angry. That's the reason I'm pissed off. Is because... You never tried to have a really good relationship with these other people. And that's the reason I'm pissed off. That's not true. And it's just I did. vomiting out of me because I've sat here with it just like Christine, try and do this. You wanted to re renegotiate a relationship with me, but you wouldn't even have a decent one with them. Oh, he's about the kids. That was the easy part. Man. Just the knife in the kidneys over all these years. And the sacrifices that I made to love you. Wasted. Another day, another episode, another shit show over here at Everyone's Business, but mine with me, Kara Berry, Sister Wives Edition. Well, well, what, I mean, what was that? What was that? I mean, everybody truly played their finest role of their most inner self, and I think we can all agree on that. Wow, wow, wow. Let's get into it. Um, I don't think I've ever heard an episode of Sister Wives begin with a trap beat. But for some reason, the musical director made that decision. And honestly, I appreciate it. I really do. Christine just told the family she's moving in a week. That's where we are. We're still on her back porch. Six feet apart. Emotionally and otherwise. So Christine says that about a year ago, she wanted to leave the family. But she hadn't really thought about moving yet. And then she started thinking that her relationship is with Cody was something that... She wouldn't wish on any friend of hers or Mary. And that's how you know it's bad. Cody brings up the situation that really got the ball rolling, which is when Christine approached the rest of the wives about moving back to Utah since polygamy had been decriminalized. Even though Christine had a conversation with Cody beforehand on camera and we saw him excited about the idea of moving, Cody completely throws Christine under the bus and acts like not only did he not encourage this he doesn't even know what the fuck christine's talking about so robin then asks cody like did you want to move to utah and he's like well you know i was open to the idea of being in utah like as a concept or something but not actually moving and <laughs> okay christine has to be like all right well that's how i perceived it and yeah that's how everybody perceived it like you know, just, no, come on, come on. And don't tell me, I mean, Robin and Cody have been practicing. They got that easel out. They've been practicing their lines. They've been writing monologues. There've been first draft, second draft. They've really been going through it. Like they've been ready for this moment. Welcome to the stage. Uh, just like battered wife, number one, Robin Brown. And abused husband, played by Cody. Mary, and Mary as Mary. Um, these people, these people, 
I, I truly can't deal with him. So, yeah, like, she was supposed to pick up on, oh, this was a concept. Like, like technically I did, but not really. Not really. So Christine says that was really the moment, like, where he threw her under the bus so she felt like she was on her own so then she says that she thought that cody was getting around to the idea of moving back to utah and he's like no i wasn't i actually wasn't she's like okay well that's how i interpreted it this is where his speech begins i I really believe that but he starts his monologue by saying that christine was interested in just the family and not the excuse me the family and not the man which is her tagline for how many seasons way back when but things fell apart when christine started to make it about the man and not the family and that's why he's struggling with it and in an angry place he says this is my frustration and also my accusation I'm angry that you weren't willing to invest in the family, but you were only interested in what I could do for you. Me as a resource for you. And it breaks my heart because now we're at this point where we're just over and it's done. And I thank you for coming into the family and help me to gather some of this mess that I was in. Cut to Mary, who's not looking too thrilled in her fold-out chair about that comment. She says in a confessional that it stings that he would say that because she knows that it's directed at her. And she starts talking about how she was jealous and sad when Janelle joined the family as a second wife because she no longer had as much time with Cody anymore. And that really affected her. And, you know, they were all immature. They didn't handle it well. Yada, yada, yada. And then Mary admits something that I never thought she would, which is that Cody brought Christine into the family to come and save the day and how that really stings for her. Now, I don't mean that surprising that, like, this is being said at all. I'm just surprised that Mary would admit to that, like, because I think we all knew. I feel like Cody's admit, everybody really has admitted as much with the exception of Robin. I was just surprised that uh, delusional eyebrows over there uh was choosing mary not robin uh was choosing to say this on camera i'm actually surprised that she i don't it just seems like something that mary would be like well gosh i had never thought about that then this idiot cody goes on to say i want to thank you christine for ripping off the band-aid of our relationship because it was never going to work if it was all, all going to be about me, um, you know, even though you always indicated that it wasn't. So then Janelle says in a confessional that she feels like the stuff that he's saying right now is not fair because Christine has been about the family and the kids and she just needed more of a relationship with Cody. And she says, I think there's a point where you stick around and try to make it work. And then there's just a point where it doesn't work anymore. And why would you be miserable for years or decades? So Cody's bitch ass continues to go on to say to Christine, I feel like you came into the family as a favor and I feel like you're kind of leaving as a favor too. And then the camera pans over to Robin who's like, oh, wow, like exhaling really deeply. So then Robin says in a confessional, you know, it's just awkward that they're hashing out their relationship in front of everybody. But hey, if it gets them to talk, what? Shut the fuck up. This is a psychotic what is wrong with her? They're not talking. He's monologuing at her. He's talking at her and he's just like letting it all out. This is not a discussion. And don't act for a second like this is uncomfortable for you. Your nipples are probably hard just at the thought of it, at the memory of it, weirdo. Then Robin starts to tear up and talk about how people change their minds, but I'm always hoping for a miracle. You know, I'm always hoping that somebody will get back together. and But that didn't happen with you. That didn't happen with your divorce. What happened to that miracle? Are you still hoping that? Let's talk about it. You still hoping to get back with your ex-husband or no? Or were you able to move on and do just fine and wiggle your way into a family of your liking? You know, we can all be free. Unless it's a, 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 a hinging upon your freedom or whatever. Your fantasies. Whatever delusional fantasies were up in those curls. She, Christine ruined your fantasy. Okay. Why don't we ask the question of, um, hey, maybe this idiot in a Chrysler Pacifica sold me on a false dream that he was a good husband. 
And I came into a family, three wives that are dissatisfied by his presence in their life. And I'm coming in playing a uh, best student number one. And they're, everything's making, go, getting worse. And uh, he's not nurturing these relationships. She never once, I feel like ever thinks like, huh, maybe he lied to me. Maybe his family wasn't that perfect. Maybe this culture wasn't there. Maybe it never existed. It really made me think of this moment where they're, I think this is maybe like season eight or nine, where they are being studied by these, I don't know what they were, like psych students at University of uh, Las Vegas. And they like come into the house and they spend a whole weekend with the Brown family, right? They tell them over and over and over again, we want to study your family as you are. We want to see what a normal weekend is like for you guys. Like, don't do anything different for us, right? Because we really want to get down to like the truth here. And what do they do? They spend an entire weekend doing all of this performative shit, going to a movie. And that's when two of the boys got into a fight with each other. <laughs> and the movie theater security guard uh, threw his mountain bike in a fit of terror over these like nine-year-olds fighting by a minivan. But anyway, um, then they, they played poker, even though like half of them had never actually played poker before. Cody was trying to act like, oh, this is a regular family activity. And, oh, we're going to do all these things. This is just a normal weekend over here at the Brown Compound. Um, it, this is exactly what he did to Robin. He sold her on a dream. She came basically around the same time as the show, which gave them the money to do all this dumb shit, like uh, make a stupid tree in the cement and ball, put your hands in it or whatever. And she thought like, oh, this is normal. And it wasn't. You know what was happening before you got there? Uh, Christine was crying in the basement because Cody wouldn't take a shower in her shower. Th that was the family culture. Okay. Shut up. Mary was making Janelle's kids slip up and down those icy sidewalk and stairs because she didn't want them going into her part of the house. That, that was the family culture that you, that you so missed out on, Robin. <laughs> so anyway, Christine starts to respond to Cody. And he's like, actually, I don't want a rebuttal. I just want you to soak in it. <laughs> Ew, first of all. Christine has to try not to laugh, but in that, like, oh my god, you're such an idiot kind of way. And then Janelle says in a confessional, I don't know who this patriarchal guy is. This is not the guy that I was married to for years. What do you mean was? Actually, uh, speaking of was, that leads me to Gwendolyn's Patreon. Y'all showed up and showed out. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> trust me i've seen it i saw i've seen the video clips i've seen the comments it, it is good you guys so gwendolyn gwendolyn has a patreon um she is uh christine's kid uh she is mentioning it all i'm not sure if this is gonna be the best idea but i am living in the interest of you know a woman supporting other women i would like to uh you know, dr drive traffic her way and not expose all the stuff. Because <laughs> I do think she is owed that money, especially as a child that was in reality TV, uh, not really of their own volition. But uh, I will share with you one nugget that will drive it in her direction. Um, <laughs> somebody asked about Robin. <laughs> somebody asked about Robin and uh, they're like, uh, what is she like? And she said that Robin's worse worse in real life so uh, that'll just give you I think an amuse-bouche to let you know the kinds of uh, nuggets that she's thrown out there so run don't walk run don't walk just do a google search for Gwen Brown Patreon you'll find it all right so back to the show Christine talks about her role in the family which is undeniable like we all know it's been said she was the mother of the house of Brown right? Taking care of all the kids, at least Janelle's kids. And, you know, was really there schooling them, being like an active parent for them. So to say that she was like, not about the family or the family culture is a crockpot of shit. Okay. 
And then Christine says, hey, a big family is great, but when you feel like such a minimal person in Cody's big picture and that you really don't even matter to the big picture, it changes your perspective on everything. Um, She says, I was just tired of being heartbroken in my relationship with Cody. At this point, Cody loses his ability to speak and just says, no big picture, just you. Meaning, um, there was no picture. You were only thinking about yourself. I'll translate that for you. Um, So Cody says in a confessional that he is sitting here whining about the breakup being so quick. But Christine's coming up perspective of like, oh, you're lucky that we even lasted this long. But he doesn't even know why he's upset. And then he's like, well, I think it might be because when people get divorced, you're supposed to be angry. I think. I think that's how it's supposed to go. But he's like, I'm really upset. And then he tries to get deep and prophetic. And he's like, if I really want to boil it down and get to the core of it, it just feels like after all I've done, I'm being rejected anyway. And it's not just rejection for me. It's rejection for some of my other kids and my other wives. Okay. Well, Janelle doesn't seem that rejected. And Mary's not your wife. So. I mean, the lion's like, just say it. <laughs> At this point, like, <laughs> the lines that we're reading between are, I don't know, thick or thin. I don't know. Whichever is the one that makes it obvious. Just say it. Why pussyfoot around? So then Cody has gotten to the kids portion of his, uh, you know, the document that he's made about how he's going to go off on Christine. Um, and so he asked Christine point blank, if she's been speaking to the adult kids about their relationship, right? She's like, no, I barely have spoken to them about it. She's like, I think your relationship is off with your kids because of COVID, not because of me. And Cody says in a confessional, that's bull. And Christine's been running to this person, this person, this person. She's been playing a game for years. And so he calls bullshit. <laughs> oh, he's a loser. And technically, by his rules, if you want to be about the family and not just him, then she was correct in telling everybody else (laughs) and not just you because you wanted it to be about the family. So she told the family and not just the man. So sorry. Also, one of my pet peeves is asking a question that like, if you're just going to call bullshit on my answer, then don't ask the question. You know, if there's no possible way that you're going to believe the answer, why bother? You know? Janelle makes mention about how Cody's been grieving. Like she tells everybody that that's what's been happening. And she's been noticing it, even though he's been trying to disguise it. Then a confessional, Janelle says, I don't really know how to describe it. It just seems like Cody's off, (laughs) which is about the understatement of a century, Janelle. Like, (laughs) yeah, girl, we know. Um, But she says that he's just been like quicker to anger more than ever. Well, All right. So then Cody admits in a confessional that he wasn't in love with Christine, but he was doing what he had to do, like holding hands and kissing her because that was his duty as a husband. But then he's like, well, she quit loving me years ago. And now that we're here, I'm just so upset. (laughs) But you just admitted to not loving her either. So what are you surprised about? I gotta tell you, there's nothing that would make me want to stay in a relationship more than somebody saying, I actually didn't have feelings for you at all. I was just doing things out of a a necessity, playing a role. I was lying to you the whole time. Thanks, guy. He really hates that he has so much confidence, and I think he's embarrassed that he misread Christine. He went into the situation thinking like, oh no, here she is with her nacho-stained fingers, she's never going to find a man, and I'll just be the good guy to marry this loser, and you know, we'll just play the role of happy family because she's an idiot who has no self-esteem and nobody else wants her. But then she, uh, you know, got her nut, or what, you know, metaphorically, and he's like, oh... I thought you were just going to be this loser the whole time. What? What's happening? And you can't break up with me because you were the loser. You were the one that was supposed to stay here, even though I never loved you and never cared about you. (laughs) Good God. Christine was supposed to play the court jester for the rest of her life, being the idiot who was distracting from the fact that the other two chuckleheads were uh, trying not to throw swords in each other's faces. 
And then she took off that jester hat and found her own crown. Oh, look at me. And he didn't like that. He didn't like that at all. Where he made a mistake is by uh, giving number four all the shiny jewelry and the eyebrow pencils and, you know, all those things. And now she's like, oh, I could have had it better. Well, fuck this. (laughs) Like, what's not clicking for these people? Like, it's right there. It's right there. So then Cody asks the otherwise if they have anything to say. And when nobody does, he turns to Mary, who's sitting as close to him as she possibly could, now that I think about it. It He's like, well, Mary, you look like the bird who ate the mouse. And her face and that dead tooth lit right up. Like, at first I thought maybe she was kind of laughing because this whole situation is extremely awkward, I can imagine, to be in. Um, And I do think that was part of it. But I mostly think that she was just excited that Cody was giving any morsel of attention to her so mary says in a confessional i don't know why cody said that to me but you know i have a lot of thoughts i just don't feel like it's my business to say anything so mary's just laughing just laughing at cody like cody why did you think i had anything to say i don't have anything to say cody's just like stonewalled like mary's acting like the hottest football player at the school just like asked her for a pencil and she like made a joke and he like kind of laughed and then she kept the laugh going and he's like already talking to the other girl. He's over it. You know, (laughs) I want her to free herself. I really, really do. Cody says in a confessional that the reason why he asked that of Mary is because after all of these years, he knows Mary's tics and that she's leaking emotionally and usually he finds that actually really fucking annoying but uh he was actually in this moment trying to use her to find some sort of support so mary do you hear that the only time that cody finds you an asset is when you are his backup and that's the only time okay so the Cody, Cody then says the reason why he's asking if any of the other women have anything to say is because he feels like this will probably be the last time they're all together. So then Robin decides to pick up her part in the play um, and is like, well, well, first she says in a confessional that she's struggling. And then she says to everybody, sometimes I think we'll figure this out, but today I, I just don't know. And then Cody says, just a strange world to be going through a divorce when you're married to somebody who's loyal and loving. But Robin's been going with this through me. She came to this family cap in hand saying, please accept me and my children. And she is being rejected with me. <sighs> Y'all see what I mean? So then Robin says she feels a lot of anger and she's worried and she doesn't mean to push Christine away, but she's just frustrated. Okay. So Christine's like, I know, I know you're frustrated. I know it's hard for you. I hear you. Don't care. But I hear you. So then Cody says, he like tries to be deep again about how Christine's getting out of the lobster bucket. But how hard the lifestyle has been, partly been because of Christine. But now she's just leaving. And it's like, do you want her to stay or not? I'm not even sure that he even knows what he wants at this point. Like you're mad that she's leaving, but you don't ever want to see her again. So what are we fighting for and about? There seems like a lot of fluff. I mean, I'm grateful for it because what the hell else would he be getting on this show? Like, amen. (laughs) But I just feel like a lot of this is unnecessary. At that point, there's just like several seconds of silence before Robin says, I have a question. And then she asked Christine, um, so do you, like, want to do your own thing with, um, you know, the people, like, whoever you have a relationship now, like, you know, will that'll continue? And then the one that you, you don't, do we, do we just need to give you space or what? <laughs> but like seven more direct ways that you could have asked this question, but okay. So Christine says, yeah, for right now. For right now, I need space. So then Robin says in a confessional that she's just really heartbroken for the loss of the family culture. And she's wondering if Christine's relationship with Cody, if that ends, does that mean the same for her and her kids? Yeah. But that's by your own design. So. (laughs) Sorry. Christine tells Robin that 
you know, I do see us getting together for like family reunions or, you know, having fun together sometimes if we see each other, I guess. But as far as the relationships with the adults go, I'm real close to Janelle, not the rest of y'all. So for right now, it just needs to remain that way. Mary says in a confessional that her first thought was, well, I should just get up and leave because there's no point if Christine wants to work on anything. And then she says, well, I've seen her non-acceptance of Robin and her disdain for me over the years. So as much as it hurts me, I'm just glad to know where she actually stands. Do we think that Mary gives a fuck? Like, I know she's been very angry about this, but do we think that she cares about her relationship with Christine? No. Because you would have cared about it over the... I don't... Like... I don't care. Mary, you're not even in this family, so I'm just going to move on. The Cody speaks up again because Robin's decided to cry, and he says, you've... She's treated you like dirt since the beginning. And that's the relationship with you that you have with her. That's the reason why I'm angry. And then he gets up from his chair, and he walks across the porch, like he's fucking Sidney Poitier or something, and he starts screaming, you never try to have a better relationship with these other people. That's the reason I'm pissed off. It's just vomiting off of me. Because I've sat here saying, Christine, try and do this. You wanted to renegotiate a relationship with me, but you didn't even have a decent one with them. Man, just a knife in the (laughs) kidneys after all these years and the sacrifices that I made to love you. (laughs) Wasted. I'm laughing because somebody's looking at me from across (laughs) embarrassing myself i'm really going for it and somebody's watching me this is the perks of living in new york so i'm gonna wave (laughs) oh okay that was embarrassing (laughs) now i have a knife to the kidneys so they show the reactions of all the wives and they're so telling like christine has this face that is like kind of shocked but again i don't think she gives a fuck so like this is a lot But, like, also, eh, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, Robin's crying. Tears for herself and herself only, I'm sure. Mary is clearly silently supporting this. And Janelle looks pretty disgusted with Cody's behavior. Um, So, yeah, Cody's still screaming about how Christine's running away instead of being accountable. And how she's just like, I'm divorced. I'm leaving. I'm done. You're out of my house. And, you know, I'm going to be, instead of actually making these works relationships work, I'm going to just leave instead. It's like... what i what does he want does anybody know any producer ask him what do you want do you want christine to actually stay what are the paths to resolution that you could possibly say do you like her do you want to see her around you don't seem to want to do either of those things so why are you so mad that she's leaving when you seem pretty pissed off at her i don't know And if your only reason for wanting somebody to stick around is so that you can hold them accountable, is it worth it? What, where's the, like, is that going to be fun for you? Doesn't seem like it. So then Cody goes on blah, blah, blahing about how, you know, if you're not going to be your best self in this relationship for your family, then you're wasting your time because marriage is a call to be better than you are. And, you know, plural marriage is even higher than that. That is truly hilarious. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. I can't imagine a person who (laughs) deserves to be saying those words less. And then he just stops because I think he forgot his lines. So Christine finally got a little space to speak up. So she says she never tried to treat anybody like crap. And Cody says, but you did. You shit on people a lot. Christine says, I didn't mean to. And then Cody says, well, you did, you admitted it and you couldn't correct it. And now you're sitting here with a broken family over it. And you're like a freaking Pied Piper over here trying to take the kids with you. (laughs) So Christine's like, whoa, 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 not, no, not at all. And then she says in a confessional, look, I can sit here and I can try to dissect everything that Cody said, but we've been doing this for years. I'm tired. I'm over it. I'm done. So then... This motherfucker says, thank you for coming. It was a blessing. Thank you for leaving. I'm sitting here trying to find this silver lining and I just hope it's a blessing. And then he walks over real bow-legged to his car. Has he always been this bow-legged? Anyway. Um, So he's a bitch. He's a bitch. So then he says in the confessional, he was just sucking it up in his relationship with Christine for years. And so... He just wanted to leave this situation, giving her a piece of his mind. So again, why do you want her to say if you've been sucking it up for years and that like your ultimate goal is just to like give her a piece of your mind and really sock it to her? Why do you want her to say, why are you angry at her for leaving? Cause she didn't do, cause you didn't kick her out. That's it. He's so transparent. He's about as transparent as his hairline. Truly. Um, so then he says, She's going to go around telling my kids that I didn't love her. But what she doesn't realize is she didn't love me. Well, who can blame her? So Janelle gets up and gives Christine a hug. And she says in a confessional that she's not trying to pick sides, but she just felt like Cody was being a bit harsh. And he was trying to, like, soften things a little bit. But she felt like he was being pretty pointed about one of his marriages, Robin. And she feels like if you want to be a good sister wife, it takes both sides, including the husband. Thank you, Janelle. So then Cody says that Janelle has a great deal of sympathy for Christine. And, you know, it's like a disappointment to me because Janelle hasn't shown me any tenderness or kindness towards me going through a divorce. And here's how it starts, Janelle. Here's how it starts. Just so you know. Janelle... Tries to soothe Christine by saying, you know, it's just emotion coming from Cody. Mary rolls her eyes and she says in a confessional, that wasn't just emotion. It wasn't. That was Cody being real. And he's saying things that he's probably been holding in for a long time. And I'm glad he said it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's been saying similar things to you and you're not picking it up. So... She, I, it will never, it haunts me in my dreams. They went on a anniversary picnic. And on the way, she says, I keep waiting for you. Like emotionally to come back in our lives. So maybe we can start the reconciliation. And he goes, yeah, and I'm not coming. I mean, if that wasn't clear. (sighs) Christine says in a confessional, why don't the sister wives talk to me if they have a problem with me? But Mary says, 
the, basically everybody talks about each other. There's not been a situation where one of them hasn't had a one-on-one conversation about somebody else at one point, which, yeah, sure. And Robin says that she learned early on in her relationship with Cody that venting her frustrations uh, about the sister wives didn't work because it just made him angry. And she had to realize that, gosh, I'm talking about somebody that Cody loves. And then we find out that Cody's talking about Christine not wanting to move into one big house with all the wives and how she's been venting about them for the past two years. So in his mind, her going around and telling everybody that she wants to leave is just like her talking about not wanting to live in the house altogether, which she said, and she was very clear about the entire time. The first time it was brought up, the second time it was brought up, the 17th time it was brought up the 45th time when you drew up the blueprint from the house for the house and you uh, did it as like Christmas gift the very thing that she said she didn't want but you don't want to hear it so where where does that leave all of us just in a cloud of delusion with this man just delusion and hairspray (sighs) which one is worse hard to say so after Janelle hugs Christine Robin's still sitting there. She's like, well, I just want to double check that, um, you know, that I asked you a few minutes ago if you wanted to, um, have a relationship with the people that you had a relationship with and maybe the people that you weren't so close to, do you want them to give space? Do you still want that? Christine's like, yeah, for now. Yeah. So, so then Robin's like, okay, well, (laughs) sad to see you go and she grabs her water bottle and leaves mary just leaves doesn't say shit to anybody (laughs) robin says in a confessional she just tried really hard to reach out to christine over the past years and she was met with walls and rejection but then christine says i feel like there have been some things that have been said against me behind my back so why do i want to be friends with somebody who complains about me behind my back not right now no thank you then for some reason, Mary and Robin start hugging and crying in the driveway. Or at least Robin was crying. Mary was probably just happy somebody wanted to hug her, honestly, other than Jen. <sighs> then she goes on to say, Christine goes on to say, this is probably one of the saddest conversations she's ever had. But I mean, she still wants to move to Utah, like 100%. So bye, y'all. <laughs> so then we get to the next part, which is about Janelle and Cody and their crumbling relationship hint hint go to Gwendolyn's patreon for more on that one but honestly like i know the economy is tight these days if you can't afford it fortunately for you you listen to this podcast in which all of my opinions are 100 percent correct and also all of my predictions so we can put two and two together on what might be happening with janelle and cody right now if you want to listen to any past episodes my thoughts on that so janelle introduces this segment by saying that ever since christine dropped the news Basically, everybody went into their holes to do their own thing. She doesn't know what anybody's up to. She's just focusing on her own shit over at Coyote Pass. She's like, honestly, I don't care if I live here alone. All my eggs are in this basket. I'm trying to move forward. Cody stops by to talk to her about how she had the Arizona Public Services come over. She wants electric um, so that she can heat the fifth wheeler over the winter. But they told her, uh, basically... (laughs) You still got to pay this land off, girl. We can't just be putting electricity on uh, an empty plot of land. At this point, she's been at Coyote Pass for two months. But as we remember, she's only allowed to be on every plot of land that they have for four months on that trailer. So two months is rolling into winter. She's going to be moving, obviously, to Christine's. That's the easiest one. And, uh... Yeah, so Janelle says that her ultimate goal is to have the house built to move in by the time Savannah goes into her senior year. So that would be like now. I mean, I don't really go on to Reddit, you guys, so I don't know like what the like very intricate things are. But I feel like if we had broken ground in a serious way on Coyote Pass, I would have known by now. So spoiler alert. Cody says in a confessional that there are a lot of moving parts, but the only moving part is uh, you moving some money over to the uh, mortgage people to pay off this land (laughs) and 
until you do that, ain't shit happening on Coyote Pass except for Janelle's uh, uh, poop dispenser or whatever happens in the fifth wheeler. I don't know. Cody has basically screwed the family into such a precarious financial situation that essentially they would have to raise enough money to pay off the lots and then hopefully sell Christine's part in order to fund their building of the other three homes. (sighs) He's such a fool. He's such an absolute fool. And Janelle has enough to be pissed about, but I just wonder if she's really pissed about like, did we really have to move to Arizona? Like, clearly, it wasn't a good idea. He sold them on this false dream that the market in Las Vegas was never going to be better and that they had to move and that they could buy these houses and it would be so great. They could be in those houses in like a year and a half, two years tops. And then they sat on those houses in Vegas and they sold for way under what they were hoping for. And now they're in this fucked up situation. And that's also probably why Cody's really mad um, because he's probably worried about the show because he keeps mentioning um you know we talked about this message that we wanted to send 11 or 12 years ago which is when the show started or you know every time he wants to throw something that christine said about polygamy in her face it's a tagline that she used during the opening scene or the opening credits and um yeah i think he's really afraid that he might have to uh I don't know, go to some more gun shows and sell some more Rugers or whatever. I don't know. Is that a gun? I think it is. I think I heard it and like, I wouldn't even know. (laughs) I honestly don't know. But the point is like, I think he's mad about Christine because I think he feels like, oh, she's going to go off to Utah, take the rest of the family. And then they're going to be doing a show over there. And then me and Robin are, you know, going to be fending for ourselves doing God knows what. So that's what I think. Janelle starts to go off on Cody with the best possible shade. And in this moment, I notice that her skin seemed brighter. Her hair seemed shinier. She had some cute little hoop earrings. And, you know, Janelle's a beautiful woman. Always has been. But, you know, something that also happened to Christine before she announced that she left Cody. It's like the same thing happened. It was a glow. Huh. So interesting. The light was really hitting her in a very specific way and that's all i'll say about that but anyway she says um cody's not been involved in any of her housing since they moved to arizona and in fact uh he was mad at her because she moved from the first rental to the second rental um and he felt like it was a step down like it wasn't as nice even though the second rental was way bigger he didn't like it and so he was mad at her because of that and she goes you know what He has a house up on the hill with Robin and it's really nice and I have nothing. So I'm trying to build myself something up here, okay? Cody tries to avoid responsibility by saying that, in his words, they ran into some trouble when they moved to Arizona. So they had to buy Christine's house and then eventually they had to buy Robin a house. 900, I I think an almost million dollar home. And that he's really invested in the, the whole Coyote Pass thing, but... He and Janelle have disagreements about how to go about things. So she intentionally just leaves him out of stuff and makes her own decisions and does whatever she wants. And this is how it begins again. So then Janelle says, if I left or, I mean, if I, if I wanted to leave, I'm in a really stupid place as an independent woman because I have no assets to myself because everything I have asset wise has everybody else's name on it. So interesting that you mentioned that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. So interesting that that's even something that you're thinking about. Leaving. And what you would have if you left. What makes you think? Um, so Mary mentions that usually this is not uncommon. Basically, they've been doing that the whole time. I mean, she says that it was because, you know, we loved each other and we were a family and supportive. And it's like, yeah, maybe. But also, like, all four of y'all were broke. And it was just better to pull your resources. But we can call it love if you need it, Mary. I won't take that away from you. <laughs> You've had so much. <laughs> take it away from you already. So Janelle b- breaks it down for us. She says she gave about half of the money that she made from the sale of her Las Vegas home to uh, fund Robin's $900,000 house, right? So obviously, all four houses that they were living in in Vegas were supposed to, the sales were supposed to go into their new houses individually, right? But no. Half of Janelle's house went into Robin's house. And then there was a whole family pool of money and a chunk of that went to pay uh, towards the rest of Robin's home. And so naturally you would think, okay, well, they're just broke, right? No, no. She says, we have the exact same amount of money in that family pool as we did when Robin needed to get her house. But suddenly they're acting like they don't have the money anymore. So Cody claims in a confessional that they don't have the money. <laughs> so then Cody's timer must have gone off because he starts to complain about Christine Christine again. It must have been seven minutes. And how because of their breakup, he's now just agreeable. And he says yes to whatever. And it's causing a real strain in his relationship with Janelle. So then he starts this phase two of breaking up with her about how they really needed a place so that they could connect that he could connect to janelle that he could connect to savannah but it's too late and now it's exhausting their emotional resources so janelle says in a confessional i'm not asking for anything i'm not asking anything other than the money that i was promised with the family play pledge to pay off their property after that i don't care i just want to be there Nothing. Just give me that. <laughs> so the episode ends with Cody and his real family all joining together at that $900,000 house to talk about how Solomon and Ariella just had their first day back at school. So this is actually Ariella's literal first day of kindergarten. Saul's back after a year of uh, virtual school going into fourth grade in person. So this man, I mean, they could not get more... Ugh. And also, it just occurred to me, they did not film inside the house. The whole thing that they just did right outside. Because we have not seen the inside of Robin's house all season. And I've been wondering why. Um, hmm. Yeah, because this whole thing was just in the driveway. Um, so she takes the kids home, drops the kids off. And Cody's like, oh, how was your day? Like, perfect doting daddy. And we have to see this whole retrospective of all the other wives talking about how great Cody was as a father, especially to the younger kids. We know he's not great to the older ones. Um, and how, like, yeah, how magical he was as a father. How great he was, right? I'm like, yeah, because he had a whole litter <laughs> of adoring fans that listened to whatever he said. But sure. Um, uh, and he could wrestle with. It was a great system for him. Ariella has really taken the role of truly up for me. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But she was talking about how, uh, well, I feel like they, they tried to lie. And Ariella told the truth on that couch. Okay. She's messy. Um, so Robin and Cody said that they got a note from the teacher that Ariella had made a friend. She was so nice to this little girl who was shy and like, oh, what a beautiful moment of, you know, chicken soup of the uh, kindergartner soul or whatever. Right. Um, no, Ariella tells us uh, in the couch in a confessional that um, basically she is, uh, you know, 
like Alicia Keys with Swiss Beats ex-wife. She was, uh, there was a, a gentleman, an, another fifth grader, <laughs> who was uh, courting this girl. And then he slid around and, and proposed to Ariella. And then Ariella tried to make friends with this girl. Again, much like uh, Alicia Keys tried to do Swiss Beats wife. And the girl was like, mm, I'm not having it. Boundaries. No, thank you. So Cody asks Ariella, oh, were you being a pest to the little girl? And Brianna? Brianna. Daniel or Brianna? Yeah. Brianna says, oh! And she covers her mouth with her hand. Like, Cody just called Ariella the C word or something. Like, <laughs> like she was actually shocked. Y'all, this girl is a senior in high school. Pest? Okay. Robin yells, we don't say that word. And she was dead ass too. And uh, pest? I mean, my God. Listen, I know that I'm what I call a Simpsons kid, right? Like, you know, growing up in the early 90s or the 90s, uh, you know, our, in elementary school, there were a lot of kids who weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but I was. Like, I really wasn't monitored, you know, my television um, activities, which, you know, <laughs> explains the podcast, right? But um, I understand that I have, like... Um, a level of depravity to me, but a 17-year-old gasping at the word pest, I just feel like we're really creating something. We're creating a dynamic here, and I think we can all agree. So Robin says this was the hardest drop-off, and she talks about how I, she tried to make it sound like, oh, it was just me having this moment with Ariella, but then she's like, oh, and I went back to the car, and Cody and I just looked at each other and because he realized that this was also his last kid and we were just like wow it's like yeah it's like you guys sitting and realizing that you have a monogamous relationship <laughs> that that's the realization that you guys had duh so yeah Cody starts talking about how this is my 18th child and I just want to make sure that I'm really focused on her and her thoughts and what she's doing and what she's thinking and where her little mind is and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's really great for her. <laughs> it really is. But damn, I don't even care if you're an adult child of Cody's. Like I, if that hurt your feelings, I would not blame you. I really, really wouldn't. Mm, 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 mm. With that, y'all. I can't believe I got out of this so so early. I thought I had so much to talk about. I mean, it was really just not much, I guess. I mean, so much, but not much at all. <sighs> the moral of the story is free Christine, free Janelle. Um, you know, Mary can do whatever she wants at this point. Clearly nothing else works. So. <laughs> and uh, yeah, free us all. Free us all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. 